0: Boom. <laughs> Chasing bucks on the ground, bring them back to the barn, it's time to throw down. Chase turkeys off the roost, way back in the pines, just a few miles down from Natalie County sign. If a pig comes around, we blow a hole right through, that's how we roll
1: down here in the 352.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the 352 hunting podcast, I'm your host Jesse Johns. And as always, we've got Mr. Jonah Hyatt with us. Well,
2: this is kind of in the weeks of making, months of making. So I know everybody's been entering this whole weekly giveaway to kind of gear up to try to win this deer mount. And it all boils down to the night, baby. Yep. So the names are in a hat right here on the table. Try to make it as fair as we can possible. (coughs) I know we're giving away a deer mount and a knife. knife. So we'll let... DC, go ahead and um pull the name here. After a while, but so yeah. let's go ahead and introduce him. We've already had him on the podcast one time. Kind of wanted to circle back around since deer season starting to kind of slow down here. So, DC, how's it going, buddy?
1: Pretty good, man. How about y'all?
2: We're good. Glad um, to have you back.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I know we've got a lot of <laughs> questions and stuff that people have asked us, and then just personal questions that we've wanted to get you back on. And that we had a pretty extensive length of a podcast the first
1: time so yeah we'll try to keep it a little shorter this time. yeah we'll
2: try to keep it shorter but i know we had some questions we didn't get to hit on the first one so we'll try to do that again so but let's go ahead and just jump right into this one um i think we'll start out with some questions and um i know there's a couple that dc can answer here and we'll kind of go that route you go with that one over there i'm perfect and then, about halfway through the podcast, we'll do the giveaway.
0: We'll do the giveaway for the mount, and then the knife. we'll let him draw another one, and we'll do the knife from Mr. Pimero's, Primo's knife, Mr. Josh.
2: What we're going to do is, we, me and DC talked about it while you are outside, so we're going to pull two names out of this hat, and then we're going to say the names, and then we're going to put them back in the hat, the two names, and we're going to draw again. And whoever comes out first is for the knife, and whoever comes out second is their the mount.
0: You want to go... For- so knife first deer mount second or deer mount first i think deer mount should be first okay we'll do that because deer mounts number one prize here
2: yeah so but anyway you want to start out with questions sure so um let's start out with a question for you so okay um one of the listeners and he's actually got a name in the hat right here yep so he asked um some taxidermists will pickle the cape and some of them will tan before mounting which is better and why
1: well that question actually goes together Uh, you have two types of tanning you have a pickle that you put the hide in first and then you actually tan the hide so it's they do it as a two-part process and then there's another way which is it's an all-in-one tan. It's what I do. So it's, it's the pickle and the tan, tan together. Okay. So, um, it, it it's kind of hit or miss on people deciding if they like it better. It's kind of the way they've been taught is kind of the route they go. So I was taught with all in one tan. So that's what I've kind of stuck to, but a lot of people do a pickle and then a tan and there's, comes out with the same you know good product so
2: and what is pretty much pickle
1: uh well pickle is the the salt brine and then you know it's acid and then all in one tan is the pickle and the acid or the, the acid and the salt together
0: okay so is there a longevity difference between them by any chance?
1: No, no. It's it's the same. At the end of the day, it's the same product.
0: Just one's all together and one's two steps.
1: Yes. Yes. And some people like it, you know, that way and some like it the way I do it. So, And then there's another way that, which has been done for, you know, hundreds of years, and that's the dry preserve method. And that's really a dry product that you put on the hide to... Dry it out and and cure it because the the dry preserve actually has like uh, bug proofing and stuff in it, so it's it's a cheaper route and it's a faster route. That's why some people can get them back really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking weeks, a couple months, and then a lot of times tanning takes longer, uh, depending on how many deer you have. I can you know, uh, it 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 takes the hide the tan one it takes about three days in the in the in the pickle tan Mm -hmm. and then with dry preserve you just rub it on you can mount it you know so it's uh it just all depends and then if you send them out like i tan my own hides so i don't take me as long but if you send them out like then they're doing thousands of hides so that's why it takes you know a year and a half year to get your Hide back, just you know. That's why when you call taxidermist and like, what's going on, and they go, well, I got the, you know, the tan, the it's at the tannery. Your hide's at the tannery. I'm waiting on it. So that's what that means. Okay. So.
0: it That makes perfect sense. And this is another thing that, when you send one out, and I experienced this this year. <clears throat> so last year I killed a buck late in the season in Georgia. It had a real good cape on it. Cecily, the girlfriend, wanted a rug made out of him because he was real fluffy and all haired out. I sent him, I took him to the processor, caped him out, sent him to the tannery, said about a year. I haven't heard from him all fall. I'm like, man, my year's coming up, my year's coming up, my year's coming up. This last weekend that I went up there, I wind up calling him. I said, hey, man, um, just checking, Not no, no big rush, I'm just checking. I said, I just don't want him sitting around or anything. I said, but I had a rug, you know, I had you send me a rug off and... I haven't heard anything back. I knew it's about a year, and I said it's like January first, January second, and I killed him back in November of last year. And I just want to make sure that he's not just sitting around. And he goes, "Oh man, I." He goes, "I'm glad you called. You're my last guy I was looking for." He goes, a tannery lost your tag to your deer." He goes, "I got the deer back, but I didn't have no name, no number, no nothing on it." He goes, "They lost a the tag to him, so yeah, I, I, I got happens. him. I got him here, but I just didn't know who to get a hold of." Right. So. You know, that's kind of the risk you almost take yeah, going to a tannery is you just yep. don't know that you're going to get him back, per se, because they might accidentally lose it. And luckily, I said, Hey, man, I already paid for him and everything. I just want to know where he's at. I'm not, no big rush. I just want to make sure you're not sitting on him. He's mm-hmm. like, Nope. He's sitting here. It's just a tannery lost his tag, and he's been sitting here waiting on you for a couple yeah. of weeks now.
1: Yeah, and it happens. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a gamble, really. But, yeah. But most of the time, it's, it, it all goes well you know it's just a unfortunate oh, that, thing
0: that's my luck Yeah, that's my luck I, I'm yeah. going to lose if I'm the one out of the millionth person that's going to lose the tag to a deer it's going to be me
3: right yeah. yeah.
2: so I'll move on we got two more questions um, the next one is um, one of our listeners he was asking if we were going to go to that turkey extravaganza in Webster this year
0: when I went with you last year I think it was it two or two years ago you two went years ago are you going? If you go, I'm passenger bitch, so... I'm busy that weekend. Are you? Yeah. You already booked up that weekend? I'm already booked up that weekend. <laughs> what weekend even is it?
1: Uh, First weekend of February.
3: Yeah. It'll be the 4th. Uh,
0: 4th. You're going with Mr. D.C. to Gainesville for the Yeah, it's show. a
1: state competition for taxidermy. Yeah. Now,
0: not to get off the question, is that open to the public?
1: it is on saturday yes so
0: we can come up and if, if you want if, to
1: yeah it's a small fee just to walk around the room but yeah it's uh it's definitely worth it so
0: i told Cecily we might try to make a ride up that weekend yeah. come see you guys
1: you could hit up both the turkey thing and that so because yeah,
0: i think the turkey thing starts at eight o'clock well in the you, morning yeah yeah so if, if you don't take me i'm not going <laughs> he's my driver I'll be up there most of the day on Saturday. Yeah, right? he'll be yeah. up there with you guys. So
1: yeah, I, I we hired them to take photos for us of all the stuff,
0: and well, that's, so that's good. good. Yeah. That'll be yeah. If Jarvis doesn't take me, I'm not going. <laughs> that's my driver.
2: So I'll do the last question. Um, this is kind of mean. mean.
0: It's all you, buddy. It ain't yeah. me.
2: Yeah. So it says, how do you start your puppies? And any tips on new deer dog? hunter's puppies. So, the best way that I can give advice if you're trying to get a puppy or a new deer dog, go buy a finished deer dog.
0: And let go him run with it. spend
2: the money to get you a good dog that you can rely on. Train other dogs off of that dog. Because running deer it's not like retrievers it's not like anything like that that you can hands-on with that dog that dog is going to be in the woods trailing running a deer i mean granted you can introduce deer scent to the dog so they know what they're running but you can't you can't get out there and run through the woods and teach a deer how to run a deer like it's just it's not physically possible so you got to have a good dog to teach other dogs and that's always that's how we've always trained dogs you just you got your really good dog that you can rely on turn your puppies out with him continue to turn your puppies out with that dog don't turn puppies out together because it's just going to be a
0: clusterfuck
2: yeah Yeah. so just continue to turn that dog out and that's that's what we do and it's it pays off that young dog will eventually catch on catch on and then you can just start turning the young dog out by himself so
0: the young dog i learned this weekend outsmarted the veteran dog
2: yeah i got a new puppy he's he just turned a year old and i got him uh my uncle actually had him and my uncle has never had male dogs and he ended up getting this from a guy and he was a male dog and my uncle's like i don't want him he's a male dog you can have him so i went and got him i was like i'll try him he's young and everything and my uncle's like he's already running deer
0: and he's just not trailing and i've been <clears> i've had him this season and he's We've poured it to him. Females get light out. He goes. It does not matter. He is a neutral gender bathroom dog because mm. it does not matter what it is. We turn him out to it, and he yep. is. I'm telling you what. He's come leaps and bounds this year. Yeah.
2: So he's he's impressive for being a year old. He he. If it's a fresh track like deer just walked <clears throat> there not too long ago, you could probably turn, you could turn him out and he'd trail and jump it on his own. So, yeah.
0: Mm. He did it. He did it this week. This last weekend by himself. The old dog come back out to the road, made a loop, made a loop. This dog, when he's talking about he old Ringo Chavez is his name. Hmm. Old Ringo, he beelined it through the woods. He was on that deer in seconds. Wow. Old Foots, he come out there. He trailed, come back out to the road, trailed. He heard Ringo in there opening up, and luckily he respected Ringo and went to him, and them two jumped on that thing, and it was it was, hell on wheels. But hmm. Ringo never, he never let up. He got on that thing, and he was gone with it and old chavez our favorite little mexican dog he was right on that sucker and he that was impressive to me for being a year old and he 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 let it rip
2: and that's kind of you mean just being a everybody's like oh you're just down there these dogs don't love it oh they love it and that's kind of the rewarding part it's not really for say shooting a deer it's watching a young dog become a good dog that's the rewarding part that's for sure so you mean that right there that the other day that was I was getting pretty
0: pretty giddy. that was impressive yeah that that made yeah. me happy. That made my day.
1: Well, it makes all them days you walked out there to feed him and water him yeah. and clean his pen and that,
0: that and, uh, secured his year of residency <laughs> on Baylick <Lake> Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. tell you that even if Jonah didn't want him, he was coming to my house right. because I watched him out there on top of a dog box work he He worked and he went he never veered off the path one time, and yeah. that was impressive to me. Yeah,
2: so, well, that kind of we all had a couple of questions this week. So
0: hey, what we got our last hunt? Oh yeah, yeah. Number one, baby, number one.
2: We'll let you like you missed out five through or five through two. Two. We'll let you get on one. So, we've had this question. This would be episode number five. We done it. So, our pretty much our favorite hunt. From our five.
0: dream hunt If money wasn't an option What was our dream hunt One through five We're on number one today So what would you be If you had a dream hunt No stipulations No nothing It was just Pack you a bag and a gun and Or bow or however you want to do it Where would you <sighs> want to go What would you want to kill Anything in the world
1: Oh, uh, That would probably be pretty easy for me uh, and, and I'll do it one day uh, i i I want to go out to Texas or one of them states and uh and just spend a whole week predator hunting i I love coyote hunting and that's just you know I love calling them in with a shotgun and so that's probably what i'd do mm-hmm.
0: yeah. that's not a I was not not banking on that one nope <laughs> you know if people want to go the... to
1: Alaska or stuff like that, but no if you love the
0: predator hunt. When we get done with this podcast, you let me know. Because I got dozens of coyotes in the backfield back here. Oh, yeah. If you want to come out one weekend when we get slowed down, I'll be more than happy for you to come out here. Because we were sitting at the house the other night, and I bet you we heard two or three packs back here howling Hmm. at dark. So we'll set up a weekend if you want to come out maybe one weekend.
1: Yeah, we'll do
0: it. I would love that. I I don't care to shoot one. I just want to come out here and watch you guys kill one. Mm -hmm. Um, You want me to do mine? Go ahead. I bet your are going to be the same, but go ahead. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to go probably New Mexico. Yep.
2: And I want to go kill an elk. Screaming elk. Oh, but I want to shoot one in the in the upper 300s. You mean, one, right. of, the, one of them, like, sure enough, really good bulls. And that's where you're going to kill one in New Mexico. So, that's mine.
0: Mine's probably not going to be necessarily New Mexico. It's going to be, like, more of the southwest. I'd probably go like Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, West Texas. A screaming bull elk. You're not gonna get my fat ass out there with a bow. I want to rifle hunt him, but I want to kill one that's like you can't wrap you you can't wrap two hands around the bases of his horns, type thing. Outside of that, the only other one that would ever come close to it would be. And because I grew up there, I spent 11 years of my life there. I went to high school, college, everything there would be in Western North Carolina, which is where I went to school at. They reintroduced elk into there, and they have a yep. limited tag system to get in And I'm telling you now, my dad travels all over the country. He's seen every damn elk in the world. He'll tell you what's big and what's not big in his books. He will tell you to this day and I will agree with him, the biggest bull elk you'll ever see is in Western North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would love to get me a tag because they only give out like three or four tags a year right. for one of them elk right there. Because I'm telling you, them, them things will be in the 400s. I mean, they're as big as this table right here. Right. Stupid, because yeah. they yeah. haven't been hunted no. in 10 years, mm-hmm. and it's stupid genetics, and they're just, you can walk up as close as me to you from them. Which isn't fair hunting, but... Right. (laughs) But, I mean, you're talking about monster elk there, but I think I'd really like to get out west somewhere just because it's new territory. I've never done it before, and they grow monsters out there in that more, you know, desert area out west. I would love to go kill me just a giant bull elk somewhere that you just couldn't put your... You couldn't put your arms around Mm him. Yep. So... Well, let's go ahead and um, go
2: into our little intro here, and then we will um, roll into this episode, and we'll get to talking about what you've seen in your shop yeah. this year, and um, we'll do the giveaway, and we'll talk a little bit more about what you got going on, and then we'll wrap okay. it up. Sound good?
0: Sounds good to me. Record deer season, and I'm hooked. That I mean, shoot shooting miss one out of the gate. Katie Barton damn doors, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and and Bill for this. Not every uh, my season was over. Seven yards, you better hold it like a rifle, honey.
2: I'm hoping for a double. Got me, damn. <laughs> well, um, like always, this guest portion or the main portion of this um, podcast is brought to you by Florida Camo. Great people, great guys. Um that's the only downfall without about us not going to that Florida or that Turkey extravaganza. They're gonna be there this year. Are they really? Yeah, I talked to Peter about it a little bit. Um they're gonna be there. So if you don't go with me, you're gonna need to go to that.
0: Well, I probably I might go to that. Yeah, we gotta see. It's, it's gonna be a long ways to Gainesville for that and then the next weekend we're going back in that direction, so yeah i really like to go see the deer mounts but i might ought to go see say hi to peter yep definitely go say,
2: say hi to them guys i think they're coming in might be coming in the night before so we might try to figure something out the
0: night before yeah we might either yeah let, let's work something out that night before yep
2: we'll talk to them but anyway like i said brought to you by florida camo super great guys go check them out they got an awesome website big following on social media but Anyway, um, before we get into this one, I know you got a little bit to talk about over there um, real quick about this event we got coming up it's about just less than a month away now with Huck up there this tower shoot we got going on I know there's been a lot of questions asked
0: yes, so we've gotten a ton of questions. This is the information that I know I will pass it along so we will have February the 11th. It's a Saturday. There is a tower shoot slash 352 podcast event up at Emerald Creek Kennels. Or Emerald Creek Kennels will be the Watermelon watermelon Pond Plantation. Yep. Um, It'll be with Mr. Huckabee. It'll be a tower shoot, pheasant tower shoot. There's 34 gun spots. We're about halfway burned through them, maybe a little bit better than halfway. It's going to be a family-style event, so if you come and say you want to get on the gun, but you want to bring your wife and kids or whatever, not a problem. Just got to let us know. There will be lunch provided. We will start the shoot at 10 o'clock that morning. Everybody needs to be there by 9.30. We have a safety briefing for guns and everything else. Um, Huck will go over everything at 9.30, so everybody needs to be there by 9.30 that morning. We moved it up a little bit earlier. Because Huck is giving us a break. Usually, your tower shoot is 350 per gun, and then if you want to do a cleanup shoot afterwards, it's a hundred dollars per person. That's what his standard rate is. Um, but with us being there and it being a get together and stuff like that, we're gonna do 300 per gun, and then the tower shoot or the cleanup shoot afterwards is included, and there still lunch is still included, and he will clean your up to 10 birds per hunter will be included. It'll be 300 birds let go. Yep. So it'll be 34 people max, 300 birds. You do the math, you got a pretty good chance of bringing, you know, between you set between seven and 10 birds home per person. Um, me and Jonah will be there. Uh, Josh from Primo Knives is coming, coming. He'll have a group of knives with him. Yada, yada, yada. My brother's coming. We're all going to be coming up cooking. And I'm going to bring a couple of briskets out of some of these beef that we've had butchered here at the house. So we'll have lunch provided. <clears throat> we'll start the hunt at 10 o'clock. If you want to make a weekend out of it, we will be there that weekend. He does not care if you bring a tent, a camper, whatever you got, refrigerator box. It doesn't matter. If you come up there, I will make this clear. If you come up there and drink and have a good time with us, you are staying on site. We are not letting anybody going to come up there and get drunk leave. Nope. So there's plenty of couches bunk beds floor floor whatever you need we will accommodate it but once you come up there we're gonna make a good time out of it make a family event out of it but if you come up there and have a little bit too good of a time and you need to kind of get a little food in your system and sober up a little bit you're more than welcome to stay we're coming up friday night so me and jonah will be coming up friday and my brother kyle We'll be coming up Friday. If you want to come up Friday and set up, that's fine. Um, We'll set up Friday and Saturday night. We'll pheasant hunt, tower shoot Saturday morning. Do the cleanup hunt Saturday afternoon. He's got a new uh, thrower for clay clay pigeons. He said we'll get into that over the pond. He's got a little pond. He throws them over. We'll get into that. You know, Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, whatever. You don't have to worry about getting out of there at too extreme of a time. But we're going to make a vent out of it, make a good time out of it. But it's limited spaces on guns. So, you know, I had Ray Mark message us that he might have three, four, ten people coming. And so we're already about half full. If you want to get in, the sooner the better. Don't think about it. He wants a deposit of half down. So 150 bucks secures your spot absolutely so
2: um if there's any other information that comes out with this that's pretty much the gist of if we got anything else we'll catch it on next episode but we just wanted to get that out there yeah to everybody so
0: let him know if you message us and let us know we're gonna send you to him absolutely because so. he's taking the deposits so yeah. if you let us know he's keeping in contact with us on everything so we'll talk back and forth but in reality you need to get a hold of emerald creek kennels mr huckabee and give him your 150 bucks that secures your spot and he is not doing tower the tower shoot the weekend before was canceled which was february 4th and the probably more than likely the tower shoot afterwards will be canceled due to not the shortage of birds he's going to keep the limit of birds for that weekend so yep. we will have a guaranteed 300 birds for that weekend outside of that he can't make no guarantees yep absolutely so well,
2: let's go ahead and get into this one let's kind of full dive right into this one so at your shop this year you have had some outstanding florida deer come to your shop because i was just over there the other day and i was mind blown
1: yeah it's been a good year it's yep. uh you know, I gotta say, I was a little bit nervous going to only Florida deer this year, but it's proved me wrong. Um, I, you know, I, I ain't saying how many I got to brag, but you know, it's uh, we're we're pushing right up there to sixty just Florida deer. So, um, and this year's been, like you said, just a heck of a year for mature big bucks from Florida. It's just um, I'll dive into it and say that I. I'm not going to name out people or anything. I'm sure y'all have seen a bunch of them. But I have uh, seven or eight that's over 130 and, you know, past the 130 mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of them are over 150. Push. God dang. Yeah. yeah. We're 1 154 to 155, you know. Yeah. So that's gross score. You know, I don't I don't care about the net. Don't yeah. You know, I, I want to know how much bone's on it, you know. Absolutely. So yeah so i mean it's uh it's pretty amazing i, I gotta say uh, yeah i'm knocking them out as fast as i can trying to keep my turnaround time at a decent decent rate which i'm doing pretty good at that so yeah it's been
0: i remember last time we talked to you, you said you weren't going to take a X x amount because you want to keep it turnaround time low and you want to keep quality up yeah it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard when you got to say hey man i'm kind of right now and look, yeah well I'm,
1: most most people's been pretty uh understanding you know when I tell them a year turn around they're you know some people are no problem and then some are you know you a little hesitant but uh you know that's just part of the game I'm I didn't do this part time you know it's not it's not my only job so
0: yeah I've you don't know how many people have messaged me and him on the podcast page and say hey look at this buck we killed we're taking him to D.C. Yep. they're like yeah. man he does outstanding work and everything i've seen i mean just that one that that boy that huck killed yep. not yep. Huck killed but the other one he said he said he's going to dc i mean that's yeah he two and a it, half hour a- three hour ride for him right he said we're going to dc no hands down we're going to dc yeah and it was a nice buck that was for a sure jam up, really buck.
1: nice wide wide deer i mean it's uh yeah a lot of good deer
0: so Yep. and
2: that I, I think i know of a couple of deer that I've sent your way this past year and you mm-hmm. mean I and I know some guys like one of the guys that I'm kinda of talking about, he's very particular on his mount, just like I am. You mean I'm gonna spend a little bit extra money to get good work and stuff yeah. and he called me, asked me about you and stuff and I said, I mean, I'd recommend you one hundred percent and he went over there and he he called me afterwards. He said, Thanks for Thanks for recommending me to oh, him. Good. He said he's he does really good work and I'm I'm happy and he's just a Really good guy to yeah, talk to. Yeah, I know.
1: To. I know who you're talking to. About, got and the one uh,
0: puppies from. Yep. Yeah. yeah he he's, he a, he's a good guy. Great when we guy. Went and a, when we went got we went picked our puppies up. He's like, man. He, he said, I walked in there. He said, I automatically knew this is my guy for life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 knew from then. He said, this is this is the man right here that's going to do my amounts from here on out.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's 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 one of them things. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people. You know, the first time they meet me and come into the shop, that's that's really what pulls them in is. Uh, you know the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: well, good work. Good work speaks for itself, and that's been. Yeah, I'm nothing coming but to find that. Yep, and you know, I'm telling you, you get a name out there, people will wait. They'll you name your price and you name your time frame, and they'll be more than happy.
2: Yep. And so, like I was told, Jesse about it once. I went over there and come over there, and I did took photos for you and stuff yeah. like that um but because me and you went over some of the deer mounts and stuff about the whole competition side and everything like that and like you mean just looking at some of these deer like these in here you mean i pick them apart now just by talking to you and not just these but any mounts per se but kind of going to the guy that i've always used ever since You I mean pretty much my family's used i mean he does really good work I mean mm-hmm. he does he's been doing it for years and years and years but he's <clears throat> never been interested in getting in the competition side he's only really just for customers is all he's ever been right, for which right. is i mean he does really good work and I, mm-hmm. i'll never knock his work because i mean i've got every deer in my house right now that's done by him but going over there and talking about the competition stuff that you do and everything like that and like all the details that you put into your deer compared to your normal just taxidermy like it makes me kind of go okay this guy takes his time
1: yeah and i mean and i gotta say it's it's competition deer and commercial deer for the public is two different things for sure but you know, because a competition deer, it's it's countless hours, making sure every muscle's right, every, every you know, the eyes are right, the nose is perfect. I mean, I'm working on one right now that I'll be mounting this weekend that I've, I have been working on just the mold and the ears and the eyes and the nose and cutting it apart and putting it back together to make it right all week. Like, it's, you know, just to try to win a ribbon, you know, <laughs> just to... Yeah. But it's worth it, and, and it's just going to help me on my commercial stuff. That's really all it's doing. So
2: Yeah, and, I you mean, you can say that, okay, you got your competition side and your commercial side, but, you mean, once you do it to the competition side, you're still going to carry some of that over oh, for sure. to the commercial for sure. side.
1: Yeah, you because it, without doing, like, that's how I practice for my competition is mm-hmm you do you do your clients deers like a competition piece. You don't have to do the whole thing that way, but you know, pick a eye or the nostril and just try to do the best you can on that. So when you get to your competition piece, you know, you're you're dead on. So.
0: It's it's a, it's a flow. You've understand what you need to make it flow through. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. it's it's a no-brainer. Right. It's not a God damn, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? do? I gotta do? Yeah. You've practiced all year. Yep. You've practiced a nose on this one, an eye on this one, an ear on this one, body muscle on this one, a horn placement on this one. Yep. It's It, it becomes, all comes together. It all comes together to where it's like, God damn, that thing is jam up right there. And then before you know it, your commercial deer are damn near competition deer because you've gotten that good and that confident in it that you know where to go with it.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah.
2: and like I know we're sitting here talking about the difference, but like, if you wouldn't have told me, me just being a hunter and looking at deer on the wall, I wouldn't have known the difference. So like, you're saying, "Oh yeah, I'll do one eye not and and whatever." Like, right. there's not that it's the degree of the eyebrows or the degree of the eyelashes is kind of oh, yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, here. that's yeah
1: position of the hair lines, the you know the the eyelid, where it's supposed to be. I mean, there's tons. You could go on and on and on. Yeah, but.
2: and that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about like your your actually quality. Like right. it's quality, but it's not what anybody that's not a mm-hmm. taxidermy that competitions it'll pick out.
1: Yeah, yeah so. and it, it's just, and, and, you know, anybody that has joined the association and and competes, that that's their goal is to be a better taxidermist. That's all, you know, that's what it comes down to. Yep. So.
2: so let's, um, while we're on this topic, let's go ahead and kind of sort of dive into this little bit of what you can, and I mean, I, you kind of say what you can and what you can't, but let's kind of go over to this whole, this um, competition that's going to be the first of February, kind of what, what all that entails, and how, um, kind of what the event's all about. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, uh, well, it's coming up real fast. It's uh, the first weekend of February, and then, you know, we're, I think... Last I heard, we have like seventy-eight pre-registered people. I don't, you know, they could bring one piece or four pieces, or and uh, we'll be competing from amateur, professional to masters, um, and just it's a lot of fun because it's friends. We're friends competing with each other, and that that just makes for a good time. So, and you know they give out trophies ribbons money um and in every division so yeah yeah you know, there'll be some big names there people that you know everybody pretty much knows in Florida as you know taxidermists and themselves will be there you know mm-hmm. like uh you know blackwing will be there uh you know you just it, it could be anybody you know we'll have them from Georgia and Alabama and South Carolina and North Carolina so, so is it's
0: it, not just the Florida, it's a like a southeast deal.
1: Yeah, they'll the I mean we yeah, it could be exactly. They'll they'll just come from whatever state they want to to compete because then what what'll happen is is if I do a good job and I do what I'm supposed to do and get a good score, I want to just keep going. So I'll go to Georgia and compete there. If I do really well there, I'll go to, you know, South Carolina if I can. Mm-hmm. And uh you know eventually i'll just keep branching out further and further because the main the the goal is is i don't know if i'll take it this far but most of them like to go to nationals and and then worlds if if you can so
0: yeah yeah because you're gonna you're gonna strictly stay with Florida deer correct
1: i am yeah it's uh you know it's just something it's it's i have worked this is my 11th year and this has been my goal the whole time is to get where i am and just do florida deer so
2: and like me and you pretty much when i come in the other day i mean you talked about it i'm not downgrading nobody's deer from the midwest or out west or the northeast but when you've got a good cape on a florida deer and you've got a good set of horns there's no better looking mount to me not to me yeah Be- i mean
1: yeah that's that's
2: I feel like once you get to that northern stuff, the hair's too thick. You...
0: Oh yeah, the damn neck is as big as around a bull fucking elephant. So you got a, you got a hundred and sixty inch deer, and he looks like a basket rack eight because the damn deer is so big. To try to make up for the horns, the horns don't mean a whole lot in Florida. You got a hundred and thirty inch deer on a hundred and twenty pound. Frame yeah, That is a man of a deer right well, there. Well, you
1: still, you know, it's it's to the person. Everybody wants a, I even get Florida people that are, I want my neck as big as I can go. And I'm like, oh, look, I'm, I'm not your, I'm, that's not me. I will get it to what it was. Yes. Maybe a little bit bigger, but, you know, that's that's just the nature of the, the deer. You know, can't. But
2: I just don't, I don't like that big neck stuff. And no.
1: You mean it. I mean, if he has it, he has it. That's you know, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's where I, I, I could wrap this back to the, the deer that I had come in this year that the big ones and, uh, they're, they're all, all them from the one thirties and up the one twenties and, you know, they were all four or older. So we had, I think, uh, you know, two of them are four and a half. Uh, three or four of them were five and a half, and then we, one of them is uh, seven and a half, and and you know I gotta I can say this I don't you know I want to say people's names or anything or where they were killed and stuff. Yeah, a lot of people can guess where they're know where, you know, you see it on Lower Florida on Mark's page and stuff like, you know, I have most of them deer, which is pretty amazing. Yes, and most of them came from uh management areas that was that's been the coolest part to to witness that for sure
2: yeah and another thing is i i feel like too as a taxidermy i'm not talking about the head the horns nothing like that but when you get down from the head to where it attaches down to the shoulder area where it attaches the wall if you got a northern deer i feel like you can get away with a lot more than you can a florida deer because of the
1: the hair. Oh yeah, I've been told that in competition. Like when I bring a Florida deer, which I, you know we have northern judges a lot of times, and they'll say well, you should you know don't you shouldn't mount uh, this you know short haired deer because it you know it shows flaws. So you're right. Like if you took a northern hide, you can hide a lot of that that well, them problems. Tone, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just but so when when I do eventually win and. Hopefully, you know I I earned it, you know because it's a, you know it's it's hard to compete with Florida deer because they have to be more dead on for sure.
0: I, yeah, I think like the southeast is 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 hard to mount because you get ticks so bad.
3: Yes. I've learned
0: that deer I got in the house that eleven point I killed his old neck is big as around as you, and it really takes away from the horns because his neck is so damn big in him, mm-hmm. but he looks good. Now, my brother's girlfriend, Sam, we've talked about it before. She killed a good buck up there. But that thing has got patches of hair missing out of him. Like he, he is beat to crap on him. He looks like hell on the mount. The mount is done good. Like, Jim did the mount really good. But he's, you know, patches of hair missing. It, it's one of the things I think it's... It, I, th- I think it's more of a... Like you said, it's hard to... Mount and show a short-haired deer because it shows a lot more flaws in the hair. It could be a tick. It could be anything. Could diminish the hide, and then here you are trying to hide that thing, and it's really hard. And it but it looks good. But it the mount looks good. The deer looks good. But somebody out out west is like, man, that thing looks like shit. Yeah, it's got, it's got the mange. It's got wrong right, with right, it. Right. No it's just that's what it looks like down here yeah a lot
1: of people just don't look at their deer before they mount it to you know i you know they're so caught up in the antlers which we all are even when i kill one but Mm -hmm. you know it it, it's take a minute to look at the hide to see not just because you don't want to blame your taxidermist for tick marks because i see that a lot i'll have people come in and and see a bald spot on the hide and then I can tell they're like, well, what happened here? But it was really just
0: a tick mark. Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we're washing these hides we're tanning these hides. So, you know, it could, a, a couple hairs are going to fall out here and yes. there. That's just how it is. Especially if he's got, you know, a barbed wire mark or you dragging them through the sticks and correct. You know, so it's just,
0: it's not going to be perfect. Just remember every
1: that. Time. Yeah. Remember that when you're, when you're going to your taxidermist to get them off the wall, you know, and don't be afraid to ask them what happened here and, yeah. You know, most of the time there's a reason 'cause we we want to give you the best product we can. We're not trying to Yeah. So
2: Which I mean, I don't know I mean, no, we're not name dropping or nothing. I don't even know the guy's name, but the one that you had to redo this year. You
1: know what yes. I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We good to talk about that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't so, yeah, he don't
2: I ain't told Jesse about this one because it was killed dog cutting, correct?
1: Yes. Yep. So the
2: deer come in, and I would have, I would have loved to have this deer mounted the way you originally <laughs> mounted it because it was, it was cool. Because one of his horns has got a buckshot in it, and the deer got shot in the face, and it's just you could see all the buckshot hitting this deer in the face, which is a cool mount. You I mean it's, it's stories. It's, it's a right. It's a
0: topic. He, he didn't destroy the horns.
2: No, he no. just it just had one buckshot, and it was lodged actually in the horns. You can actually see the pellets still yep. in the, in yep. the horns. Huh. It's That's a really neat Cool deer, as shit. But the guy had DC redo it with a different cape because the face was shot up with buckshot. But I just thought that was a really cool... Yeah, and,
1: it, and it was, it's nobody's fault because it's, you know, you mount the deer, you know, it don't look as bad as, like, when you kill it. Like, you don't see all them, how bad it is until you mount it, you know. And then, of course... I mount it the best I can, but you know, eventually, you know, it's all up to the customer, and it, it was just t- too much for him. So, no big deal. Just found a new cape and, and remount it, and uh, so now it has, you know, it's still got the story with the with the buckshot in the horn, but it's got a pretty cape on it. Yeah. So, and well, he like was that, really happy with it when he came and picked it up.
0: That one that boy killed in front of you with the shotgun two years ago. Where fuck is 2023? Three years ago. Yeah, it's going on three now. He shot him in the damn neck. I remember this day, he shot him in the damn neck with a shotgun. Yep. That would have been a good deer to mount. But as soon as I seen that deer, I said, damn, how are you going to mount that damn thing? Because he shot him in the damn neck running down the road to him. Mm-hmm. running. He ran to him. He shot him in the neck with like double alt buck at like 15 steps. Right. So his whole neck was pelted in buckshot so it's one of the things of how would you kind of slick that out to make it look
1: it all depends it just you know each one if it's you clean it and you just got to make a decision and tell the guy you know just hey you know i can save it it's going to look a little bit worn but if not let's just replace it so yeah because
0: my every deer's my neighbor is actually a taxidermist i've for as far as I know, he's pretty good. Never used him, mm-hmm. but he's a taxidermist, and he's always saying, "Hey, man, if you got an extra yeah, hide yeah. or whatever, you know, bring him by. I'll, you know, yep. if you kill a good deer here at the house, let me know. I'll cape him out. I always need donor hides or mm-hmm. donor capes.
1: Yeah, I I, I always like. This year's been pretty bad for people cutting them wrong, even though I put it out there so many times how to do it. But it's just been a bad year for it. People just cut the wrong line or
0: where do you yeah. like yours cut?
1: Well, that's, you know, we talked about that last time. It's just easier just to go on my Facebook page, scroll down, see the video. It takes two minutes. And yeah,
0: then, just leave, leave plenty. I yeah. always say, look, leave plenty behind, and you guys can trim it up.
1: Well, that's, that's fine as long as you cut the right area. Limes. but yeah. around you know. the front legs. Yeah. <laughs> the front
0: just, legs are the hardest. I watched a guy, he went all the way down the front leg on the bottom side and I was like well maybe that's right but then he once he peeled it over the neck he wouldn't he would not nick the neck one bit right. yeah. and he went all the way down to the head cut it off and he said taxidermist can take it from here mm-hmm. I'm not going no farther than this yeah. and
2: like I did I used this from the last episode I you were on here and I remember this so I had a really good buddy he killed a good deer here a couple weeks ago
1: yep.
2: and so he was gonna get him mounted but here in the florida you can just go down like you used to and then take the head yeah and everything and he was gonna go all the way to right yep. where the yep. head and the neck come together i'm like no leave some of the neck yeah he's like why and i said well your taxidermist is gonna want to measure that neck and he's like oh really and i'm like yeah so i saved whoever he's taking that to right. a yeah little that's bit of, good so yeah. but yeah so yeah you I mean i'm I know when I talked to you, you pretty much said if you have to, just pretty much sock the front legs out as easy as, I mean, if, if you have. Yeah,
1: it's a pain in the butt, but, you know, it's it, it saves you from. But, yeah, just, I mean, there's so many videos out there to do it. So, just call. Just call call me. I don't, you know, it takes me two minutes to tell you how to do it over the phone when you're standing there. So Yep. And that
0: guy up there in Georgia did the um, buck's. Buck that he killed, the attack or the processor we use up there. He said, "Hey, just I'll cape him out, take him down there to him. Same guy that you used. Yeah. He's actually doing the mount for him. He said the guys jam up work from what he could tell, but he said for the money, just take it down there, let him cape it out, let him skull it. Because in Florida, you can't bring anything back." Right, and that's what's killing us now. Mm-hmm. And In years past, we would just cape him out, bring the whole head, neck, everything home, and then let the yeah. taxidermist take it from yeah. there, and then they could do what they wanted with it. But now with the what is it, EHD or CWD? CWD.
1: Yeah, yeah just new laws. You know, you just gotta you gotta go with let somebody
0: else cut the horns yeah. off, and then let somebody. But if you find somebody's right, they will actually measure the neck and give you the measurements, which is what that guy did for you, didn't he? Yep, he, he did measured. That. He measures everything yep. before he chops it off. Mm-hmm. That way,
1: yeah, you got everything. So the taxidermist give it to. You, he's got it, all the information. Makes it nice for makes us. Makes so.
0: you guys a lot easier than trying to guesswork. Yep, yep. and I, I feel like
2: when you mm-hmm. get one on the wall. That's where he, I mean. That's where he's gonna be. You're not gonna take him off the wall and take him over to your buddy and go, "Hey, look at this deer." Mm-hmm. You know I mean that's where he's gonna be? So, you know I mean I didn't really think of this before I got it done, but it's actually pretty cool that you go get one caped out in Georgia, you freeze the hide, and you bring it home with you. You got the horns and like me for the first show two. Show them off and I then go then take wait until like, you
1: take it to your taxidermist. Absolutely, <laughs> that's
2: what I did. I would take the horns. Like they were like, "Hey, look, I want to see your deer." And like when I was working there with you like i brought the horns to work one day and i was like here here's my horns and so,
0: them damn horns are still in bed with him he no. tucks them them, them damn horns him. they get tucked in the bed with him every yeah. night he <laughs> the dog gets to sleep at the foot of the bed and the horns are in the passenger sleep over there and don't leave him lie to you he is oh. he is cuddle them horns every night i would cuddle them too well, well people
1: will get used to it over time it's going to take a few years for everybody to get the hang of it and then it'll just you know it's no big deal.
0: It's nothing now. Yeah. Third, is. What is it? He charged me 30 bucks.
2: Right. Yeah. 30 bucks to get it done. I mean. It
1: saves you cooler space too.
2: Yeah. You exactly. can bring it home. Right. It's a lot easier to bring it's it It's a little
0: home. pack of hide is the only thing you yep. got to bring home now. Because you can put the horns wherever. Because he puts the preservative or whatever on the horns mm-hmm. on the skull cap. Gives you the measurements. All you got to do is now instead of having a big ass head and horns and everything in the freezer... Now, all you got to do is just bring it home a little bit, throw it in there, and call it good. Yeah. So
2: It makes it... I mean, it's kind of one of the things, but... you I mean, it's like that. I'm not going to go try to tackle that, because I don't want to take it to you or whoever I'm getting it done or whoever's going to mount it. I don't want to take it to them and pretty much, when they um, thaw it out and go, holy crap, I got to work with this. Like, this guy, he does tax room work. He knows kind of how to get yeah. one out. So, yeah. you mean... If yeah, he's it's a just, good one. That's worth it. Yeah. So, in um, which a lot of them guys are pretty good up there. You you take it to them and go, hey, I got a guy that's been doing it for years down there, and they're like, yeah, I understand. I completely get it. They make a little bit of money off Well, they make thirty, forty bucks off of you. Oh yeah. For fifteen know. minutes worth of work, and they make a little bit of money, and you go on down the road. So
0: yeah, yeah. That one guy we used last year, he did um, Last year he did six hundred and sixty mounts. And this year, I think he's right at 600 mounts. Wow, so that's, just too much, that's one guy. Yeah, one guy by himself. That's not amazing. one guy by himself. He's got helpers in there, right? But 600 mounts.
3: I, I you, can't imagine.
0: You, it's 365 days a year. So that means you're knocking damn near two a day out, mm-hmm. a whole year. And right. that is, that's. There's no way in the world you can actually put. And he does competition work. Like, wow. he does a lot of competition work. There's no way in hell you can actually put time and effort into it. He's got a lot of helpers to help him. I think a lot of the helpers are doing the commercial work. He's mm-hmm. doing more competition work. Because he does ducks and turkeys and right. he does every everything. So, you're talking about 600 deer. You're talking about 1,000 animals a year. Yep. That's- it's hard... it's got to be hard to be able to stay on top of that. That's got to be a stressful job right there. Staying on top of something like that.
2: And I'm like, you mean the way I look at it is like, if I take you a deer, I know you're going to do it. I know your helper's not going to do it. I know your, your buddy's not going to do it. And I bring it to you most of the time. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I've had that asked to me a few times because, you know, especially, you know, a deer that's a buck of a lifetime. Like, you know, you, you want to make sure it's in good hands and, Yep. and i reinsure them that you know they are yeah uh, yeah
2: so and that kind of you mean kind of be however and I know these guys are some people are they're on a budget or whatever they're gonna try to find the cheapest they can but you mean I know you got a little bit of a story with the one of the deer that you got in your shop right now that you're having to redone that a guy did it what less than two years ago he went and got it done and now you're having to
1: yeah I I get a few of them a year that's remounts that you know they weren't happy with it or you know whatever the story is but mm-hmm. and I don't mind doing them you know especially if they have an extra cape so I don't have to find one but you know sometimes it don't go that way So do you usually um,
2: if you got to provide a cape do you usually charge for a cape or how I do
1: usually don't but this year I you know a lot of them are bigger deer so I ended up having to buy some Georgia hides from a taxidermist up there south south georgia taxidermy mm-hmm. and uh he was nice enough to let me get some capes from him really good quality cape so and it cost me some money so i'm at least gonna have to make that back you know and a little more so yeah, but absolutely. that's that's you know i i wanted to give them the best product i could so you got to do what you got to do
2: yeah because so, your name's going to be on that there yeah pretty exactly you mean yeah. i'm gonna walk in that house and go hey um you did your deer right there. And it's yeah. It's good if it's bad. It doesn't really matter. They're gonna ask.
1: Yeah, I get a lot of capes gave to me, but most of the time they got bad ears or they're you know cut wrong. Or so you you just gotta go through the bad ones, get the good ones. So.
2: Yep. So, well, since you're back in here after taking a pee break, do you um, you wanna go ahead and get this thing rolling here?
0: Yeah, I might wanna check your phone. Tornado just went through McRae, Georgia, going to Scotland. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just walked outside and seen that. Oh, great. Oh right, well, well La ta- Palma's on its roof. If it takes it, it takes it. <laughs> so, you want to go ahead and pull a name? Yeah, I'll,
3: we'll I'll pull one. We'll and pull then, two uh, names out of there. Pull
0: two names and we'll see where she lands. Yeah,
1: yep. I mean, y'all got a lot of... Looks like a pretty good batch there. Well, it's been
2: a few weeks. Oh, we've That's gave good. away... I mean, just take a minute than thank every single person that's For been a sure. part of this. You mean you mean you're the per say, the big giveaway. You mean you Well
1: that's to, I mean it's the Primo Knives is just as good as quality, yes. you know. I mean when I, it comes to craftsmanship and hands hands on oh, made, yeah. you know, you can't it, I, I follow his stuff and he tags me on his stuff and it's just amazing. Oh so. yeah,
2: he does awesome work and you mean so but I don't want to take nothing away from the guys you mean I I wish I'd have wrote a list, and but
1: yeah, we need, That's the thing. You probably should have had a list to think. about Yeah, <laughs>
2: um, I mean, I know Lower Florida. I um, Story Hunts, um, who Florida Camo,
0: Head busted turkey calls, yeah, stud blood. Yeah. I mean, all these guys have thrown in on this giveaway that ultimately leads down to you.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I you know I didn't think it would come to this from that but it's it's good it gets people's names out yep. there and i hope it helped them and, it's uh,
0: been a inner 20 network because he'll tag yeah. you and you'll yep. tag me and then lord are, i mean it's been everybody's getting to know people and people like i said ever since we started this thing i get people all the time and go hey this deer's going DC Sam, oh yeah, this I got, going, I DC mean, simp. without y'all,
1: I I wouldn't have as many deer as I do this year. So I got to thank y'all for that, and mm-hmm. thank the you know everybody listening because you know word of mouth is the best advertisement ever. So. Ever,
0: Absolutely. I get that all the time, and
2: <clears throat> and it's a and it's a connection point. So and before we do this, I wanna I want to thank you too because, so the first time I come over to your shop and just come over there, and I was like, hey, I want to come here hang out. Are you gonna be free? And I want to come and take like some pictures while you're working or something just to get content for me for you and so i don't know if you really remember this but i come in and you were had some customers in there you had five or six guys in there yes and this was kind of very humbling whenever this happened that we were we were in there and i was letting you deal with your customers those are your -hmm. main priorities and i was just there to hang out with you so i was kind of standing over the side and like I said, I think there was five. Maybe I think there was five guys in there. Yeah, five or six. Yeah. Five or six, and you said something to me, and I answered you. Right. And two of the guys go, yep. "I know that voice." <laughs> Never met these guys. Didn't even know
1: who they were. Yep. They didn't and, know your face. And mm-hmm. every
2: one of the guys in there, out of the six guys in there, listened to this podcast. Yep. And it Everyone. was all pretty much stemmed off of you being on here and you sharing it, and then. They using you as a tax and then they coming over and listening. So, yeah, yeah, to
1: even take that back further, the one of the guys in there, uh, I was actually at his house helping him on a boat. You know, he was he's a a, a boat painter, mm-hmm. and I was actually with him when you called for this podcast. So, yep. I mean, it just you know it's a pretty yep. small.
2: Yeah, I remember because I think you. When I talked to you, you were like, "Yeah, I was over at my buddies, and he was talking about y'all's podcast." And you were like, "Hey, I'm going to be on it this week." Yeah. So, <laughs> um, small world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and like even take this for example. So I went, uh, I was working with Jesse, and now I'm photography videography full time now. I've right. pretty much branched over. I've been working at it for years now. I finally made the leap, and that's where I'm at. So I've been working with a lot of these outfitters and i went and worked for a guy down in okeechobee he's kind of an upcoming outfitter doing duck hunts and stuff so and i tell these guys a lot of times like if you want to get good content you and your buddies need to go out hunting you don't need to bring a client like when you got a day mm-hmm. off your client he's gonna to want to shoot if it's you and your buddies they'll let the ducks work you y'all like if i tell you hey let the duck come in y'all let the duck come in the client he's wanting to kill so i was down there to film for this guy he's like hey i'm gonna bring one of my buddies so we were there talking that morning how you go out there and get decoys set up and you got an hour there to sit there because when yep. you're on public land you just going to have time to kill mm-hmm. in the dark so we were just sitting there talking and stuff like that and i don't know why but i mentioned something about this podcast and he's like yeah i listen to this podcast too and i or i listen to a podcast it's kind of a newer one it's here in florida and i was like oh really and he's like i was like which one is it and he's like oh it's a 352 hunting podcast and i was like you know who that you, yeah. you, nice to meet you nice to meet you buddy <laughs> he's like are you serious like, and so it was pretty neat that just stuff like that we're getting a lot of and that's pretty much what it is Florida guys oh yeah you know I mean, yeah. but anyway well you want to go ahead and draw two names sure. we'll let well, Jesse read them off okay I,
0: see, I don't uh, I they didn't teach me that at school
2: so and all these names are your Instagram names so I didn't actually physically go in there and go everybody's first and last name so let's it'll, go with that one so, oh we got number one let's get number two and like I said so what we're going to do is we're going to put these two names back in this hat and then we will redraw we'll, you can go ahead and open them say oh. who they are and we will redraw these names and that will determine who wins the knife That's and the who wins the deer mount Who's first like- one you ready?
0: Yep. South Florida
2: Outdoors. Yep. I, I don't remember his full name, but that's what his
0: okay. Instagram is. So, so. Oh Outdoors. fuck. Second one? WRZB. Okay. I He's, remember his name. You do? I don't remember his full name, but I remember I remember him. He was excited as hell. So we got WRZB and South Florida Outdoors. Okay.
2: Let's go ahead and throw them back in a hat. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Let's use my hat. Yep. I use your... I don't even wear hats. I don't know why I get hats made. But
0: I wear your shirt every chance I get. Yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> damn shirt is more comfortable than anything I've ever worn in my life. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh,
1: the gray one? Yes. Yeah, they are.
0: I, I wear love it. that damn thing. All right. I will wear the shit out of that shirt. That thing will be full of holes before I get rid of it. All right, Jonah. I'll let you do this one, buddy. All right, you hand it to me.
1: So, what's the first one? We'll go Deer Mount. Deer Mount first. All right. Deer Mount
0: first. All right. Lucky well, winner. Will it be a
1: given who the second one is?
0: South Florida Outdoors right. won the Deer Mount from DC well, so and I'm pretty sure he
2: killed some deer this year.
1: I'm pretty sure, if I remember right. And do I? Is he a customer? All right, there's too many to keep up
0: south florida outdoors you won the deer mount from dc sims well, that's awesome so then wrzb he won the knife from primo's right. knife mr josh well yep.
1: how to work with me is is i you know i guess i need to check to make sure you if you have a deer with me then uh you know good for you if you don't um it's 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 kind of an outstanding thing i you know I, i'm not going to put a time date on it and uh, it don't have to be you yourself. It could be you know your kids or your wife or uh, immediate family. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't care who you give it to, long well, you know, because comes from you. Yep, comes from you. That's that's fine. So. South Florida outdoors. Well, congratulations. So that's that's awesome. Hell
0: yeah, a good deer killed out of South Florida this year too. Oh, man, I'll it's, tell you what.
1: We need to learn from them.
0: Why is it so chocolate horn
1: down there? That's what I want to know. Uh, nutrition. I mean, there's a lot of I, people will slap me in the face if they some people. I think I talked about it last time. It's just uh, how how good a nutrition they got. We we're just not like up north where they got every everything they need. So
0: I'll bring you to a place whenever I get my hands on it, and I don't have to worry about nobody hearing me about this one. But my father-in-law owns a place in Brooksville. It's 540 acres. It's the old milk away dairy. Yeah, yeah. I've told you about this. Yeah. I get my hands on it. <laughs> Me and the old lady are heirs to this damn thing. it hundred and twenty years. Wow. There's deer in there. I've seen them in daylight. I, I have stupid, stupid freaking deer in there. All right. I'm going to go, all right, DC, which one can you, uh, which, which one out of the batch can you mount the best? <laughs> All right, we'll take that one. <laughs> we'll take that one, yeah. I mean, I've been in there before putting mineral out in a spring with him, mm-hmm. and we had to wade through the gobblers. Wow. I mean, we had to wade through them. I mean, we had to push them out of the way of the truck to get in there to go put mineral out in the boxes. Hmm. So. so. It's, it's going to be an archery only. Yeah. Because there's too many houses around, right, and that's right, the biggest right. thing they have. Yep. It's an archery only thing. That's I fine. am. I'm fine. Yep. I'm content. <laughs>
2: So the South Florida outdoors, his name's Garrett Rogers. So Okay. And I'm pretty sh- looking through his page, he's killed some pretty good Florida deer this year. So awesome. hopefully he can Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully ha- he's
1: still got one in the freezer.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if um, not,
2: we'll work it out. So this is what we'll do with this. So you have to listen to this podcast. We're not gonna I'm not gonna hear this on. No, no, no,
0: I'm not gonna announce shit. Yeah, <laughs> so
2: I will you mean I'm until gonna this make, weekend, maybe? I'm gonna make a post on our social media that we have. Yeah, a post. Yeah, you know, the drawing has occurred on right, this right, episode.
1: Right. Well, make them listen to it.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and that's what we've been doing this whole time, this whole keyword thing. I mean, this has kind of sort of yep. come to me like you, Mike, dropped this whole pretty much <laughs> giveaway in the last episode you were on. So, but. I spent a week, spent four or five days trying to figure out how I'm going to do this, and I, I mean, I'm all pretty, you kind of happy how it all went. Oh, yeah. four
0: or five days <laughs>
2: that I thought about it.
0: yo yo nog has been working hard, hasn't it? <laughs> well,
2: I'm talking about no the when I figured out the whole the how I was going to structure the. Oh, whole... Oh
0: yeah, yeah. He thought hard and long on how we're going to structure this fucking thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, just like and comment, and we'll roll on with it, but. No, we've... No, it worked out good. It worked out real well. And I hopefully, if we can roll out of this one into another one and just keep right on working with people because it it gives somebody a... It makes them look forward to something. Yes. And it, it always helps... Everybody that we've worked with during this thing has been leaps and bounds and all the guys that have donated and stuff like that, we could never... You know, repay them for the stuff that they've done for us,
1: and the people we've—I've even gotten to follow that I never knew. uh, You know, social media and people in general that I've met—it's just because of this podcast, you know. So it's. uh,
2: Oh yeah, and that's honestly—that's the only when we started this thing. That's what it was to meet people,
0: and yeah, I don't give a shit about making a dime off anything. Just meeting you guys. Has made my day, made yeah, it's my really it's, cool. it's made my month, made my year, and I, I love it. I love talking to new people and and you guys coming over and seeing us. And yep. I mean, shit, you're still sitting here in your burn jacket from <laughs> yeah. burning today. I mean, yeah, you been, you guys have been out burning and yeah. If all seen
1: what, a plume on what's today, the eleventh, yep. 111, and uh, yeah, we had two two good burns going. At, uh one in Starkey and one in Green Swamp West. So, hopefully he didn't have a camera out there. And if he did, I'd like to say next time. Pull it out. No, don't pull it out. You ain't got to do that. Just, you know. Get a I, little higher. We, and we, we get asked a lot of a lot of people say, well, you know, will you. Can you tell me when you're doing it? Well, we don't know until the morning of most of the time. So. so, you
0: have a higher command that says, hey, we're burning this block.
1: Yep. yeah. Put your burn clothes on. We're going. So.
0: Do you guys have a. A dozer crew or something like. I, I well,
1: I am the Do- one of the dozer crews. We had, so
0: you guys say, hey, we're gonna go that yeah, morning. Here's your, you here's a sh- map.
1: This is where we're going.
0: So, so. you and you don't have a, a smart GPS in your in your dozer, so it's kind of a hey, we're gonna go burn this block. Yeah, we
1: well, blow
3: this road out.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. We well we we've, we've been prepping the lines and stuff, but um, we it's really the weather. What you know, as soon as we have good weather, it's. Time to do it. So,
0: they burned down there in Richland, where we hunt. I think they meant to burn like one or two blocks. They wind up burning the whole goddamn country, because <laughs> that son of a bitch went about five thousand acres. Yeah, we, they uh, burnt every fucking thing. They burnt from where we hunt, going all the way to. Yeah, that had that, to be south.
1: Well, I get asked a lot. You know, and people reach out to me and say, "Hey, you know, when?" So I can pull my camera. Well, you know, we, that's kind of hard to do, but. So what I suggest to everybody, and you know, is take your foot and rake the tree out around it that you have your camera on. Yep, get everything. I yeah, yeah, just under. pull the pine needles away, or you know, the leaves or grass or whatever, and it you know three feet or so, and you're fine. That's you know, as long as the flames can't get to it, it ain't gonna hurt it. So.
0: So yeah. you guys don't get that violent fire no, per se in no, standing no. forest.
1: No, it's you know we try to you know, control it that's why it's prescribed burning, control burning. So yeah, I mean sometimes like we got we got aerial burns coming up next month. That's what we're prepping for. So Green Swamp West, East. Uh I think Richland's gonna they're gonna be burning some too, so um and and that's what we're doing all these burns to prep for that. We're trying to get black around the whole aerial Block. burn. So aerial yep. burn meaning we take a helicopter and They'll be, you know, lighting fire with a helicopter. So, yeah. a lot of acres, you know, probably eight, ten thousand 10,000 acres. Yeah. Oh,
2: dang. And, and only the reason why Jesse says, like, I, I really don't think that they meant to burn what they did is because two years ago they planted, replanted a whole, I don't know, couple hundred acres mm-hmm. in pine trees. Well, you got to think in two years, pine trees really don't grow that much. Mm-hmm. And it, bur- I mean, it burnt yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, but, it's good for us because, I mean, we were anticipating that would probably, this would be our last year that we could hunt that chop and build a sea for. Mm-hmm. But, well, it come in there and burned last year. and it Burned all pines
0: up. It burned everything. I mean, <laughs> it didn't give a shit. It I'm burned sure it that
1: everything. wasn't intentional.
2: That's so. what I'm
0: saying. Because the guy come in at the end of the season and talked to Jonah, actually, and said, hey, we're going to burn this little block, little triangle block, we call it, whatever cameras you have to get them out because we're going to burn this little block. And so Jonah, went, we went in there and got all our cameras out. Well, fuck, it burnt that block and about six blocks past it, yeah. it burned all the fucking blocks up. And the guy's like... we never seen a guy, but it burnt everything in the fucking neighborhood up. It burnt mm. everything up, which was good for us. Right. But it burnt... It burned everything. I don't wow. know if they couldn't stop it or it just got past them or they actually... Actually, meant what they did, but like you said, there was a big old chop out there that was a couple hundred acres, a couple hundred acres that was fresh planted, burned everything up in it. Hmm. There's about one every, about one out, out of every what 15 20 trees are alive, if maybe. that maybe,
2: yeah. I and there's a lot of just voluntary stuff coming up, a lot That's of a voluntary stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is what like, yeah. forestry, I think, yeah, yeah. So, so it
0: wasn't you guys, but no, it was. A lot of voluntary come back up, but yeah, it burnt the shit out of everything I was out there. Good for us, bad for new growth.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we try to shoot for too—is new growth or you know voluntary pines, long leaf pines. That's why we burn it because we're trying to get to the soil. So the, you know, we don't we don't we plant trees. We, well, not we the district, but most of the time we try to do, you know, voluntary let it grow on its own like natural Yep. Um. so
2: um well let's kind of i know we've been running here for a little while now um so are you still getting deer in right now i mean i know yeah
1: i am it's uh it's it's slowing down thank thankfully uh i i have been trying to contemplate on stopping it at 60 or just see what the you know, I hate telling people no. That's yeah. that's my biggest problem. It's been hard to tell people no on their Georgia deer and above, but I've had to. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I didn't want to, but, you know, as far as my life and my what I can handle, I had to. So, and this is even harder to say I got to stop at 60, you know. So, we'll see. If it goes to 65 or something, I ain't going to complain because we only have a few <clears throat> weeks left here. Well, you got about a month. Yeah. Month and I, about a
2: month and a half. For us, right. we
0: go all the way to end, end last week into February right here. Yeah. So. I should
1: say if it's a, you know, I I, I just don't want to. We'll just see how it goes. That's really all I can do. Yeah. That's the best As long, to long to as they're willing. Sometimes, like, when I get in later in the season, I'll say, hey, it could be a year and three months or a year and a half, and it, it's up to you. If, you. if you're willing to wait that long, you know, I'm more than welcome to do it.
3: So.
2: Yeah. Because if you. Because I probably say if you get so many deer, you're gonna run into next season, and then you're gonna be next season's gonna be yes. way behind.
1: Right, and that's what that's what happened to me a couple of years ago. Is where I took you know a hundred deer in, and you still got when season starts, you got thirty left, and you got to finish them. So it just you know the snowball effect just keeps going. So what I say
0: it gets to where it starts piling. Yeah, up and you can't. Yeah, and you start getting in a you're, rush, and you start getting in a hurry, yeah, yeah. and you're like, it's
1: you're, easy to make bad. You know. Bad customers at that point, so yeah. I just, I've, I've dug myself out of that hole. I mean, I ain't saying I got a couple people that you know, because I, I still have bobcats and coyotes and stuff in my freezer. I have to get out, um but they're really good customers. They understand. So, um, but far as deer, yeah, that's that's, you know, that, I'm trying. Like I've been getting them out pretty fast. I'm not gonna say how fast, but you know, it's. I'm doing really well. Yeah. So long as I stay on it, I can keep up.
0: And you still got to give yourself a break, though. Uh, yeah. And, and you still got to say, "Hey, look, like, I'm done." Yeah. Give me and, a and few hear, weeks or a month to breathe. About well, I this. do got
1: to say that too, because you got to see it from my end. You know, I got two girls that are in gymnastics. You know, like right now they are in gymnastics. You know, and I, I'm here. So, yeah. and I don't. You know, I this is the first one I've missed in a long time. So uh but that's you know i i got to spend time with them my wife she's so supportive i got to thank her for dealing with what i you know <laughs> i just, you've seen it you know i i'm i'm in there all the time like every night as mm-hmm. soon as i get home i'll have two customers waiting on me yeah. you know so but a lot of people understand my situation and what i a lot of people i have for customers for two or 3 years and never even knew i had a another full-time job you know what i mean so um just keep that in mind you know
0: Absolutely. it's it's hard and jonah got a piece of it this year and it's even hard and say the, even like like we say the hay business Yeah. we we work all day we pull we 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 put our eight or ten hours in a day we work our regular job and we come home and do a side job and before you know it's Nine, ten o'clock, right, night time before you ever make it into the house, and you're like, man, I am exhausted. I just want to eat something, take a shower, go to bed, and get up right. next morning and do it. And it's it get it, it wears on you.
3: Yeah,
1: it does. Well, and the and the phone calls and text messages and and I try to tell people too, like, look, I you know I told you a year, you know if it comes a year, text me, call me, but you know not three months later to ask how it's doing or you know can I get a update or like, look, I, you know, I, because if I answer twenty of them a day, it just kills your day. You know? Yes, absolutely.
0: So, You're spending more time on the phone. Oh, it's, worrying about
1: somebody else. But it's the nature of the beast. You know, I, I've gotten pretty good at handling. You got to learn it.
0: how to manage it. I've learned yeah. that. I, since, since we've been in this podcast room, I've had five people either text me or call me or message me on Facebook about hey, yeah, over right. over five people. Oh yeah, I, I've had three phone calls today about it, and right. I've been out. There's well, not a ad out there about it, and it's one of the things you. You gotta be polite to them. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. got to be understanding. You gotta say, "Look, I'm sorry, I'm out. Right. I will get to you as soon as I can." That's and it. and you cannot get ill with them mm-hmm. because then you start running people off. Yeah, and that 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 person you run off might be the person that saves your life for years down the road. Yeah, yeah. it's like. With me like
2: being full time in this video photography stuff, like tonight whenever I leave here, I'm going home. I gotta edit this edit. podcast, yeah, and I still gotta I gotta finish all the stuff for my work today. I gotta upload photos and do all that kind of stuff. So you mean, you mean I'm I love what I do now. I, I really enjoy it, but you mean there's some pretty late nights because yeah. you mean like I've been for the last four weeks. I've been down in Okeechobee filming for some outfitters and um or actually for one outfitter and i'll go down there work monday afternoon work tuesday wednesday and then come home wednesday afternoon and then i gotta do my other um photography gig on thursdays Mm -hmm. but you mean all it starts running together and then like when it comes around on friday i just got a pile of stuff i gotta edit i gotta do all that stuff so you mean yeah it's i mean i love what i do but you mean it's i there's a lot of extras and i think that's in a lot of places that you
1: yeah and, and that's like last year i got i got overwhelmed like i was i was i'll be the first to admit it, it's not easy to do this you know taxidermy's not for everybody mm-hmm. especially when it comes to you know the i it's a blessing and a curse to be known yes you know you know i like i had a customer a couple of weeks ago come all the way from miami I'm like, wow! You passed a lot of taxidermists to get to me, mm-hmm. but you know that's once I've worked so hard to get here, and now I'm like, oh man, <clears throat> it's rough. But I'm I'm glad I'm here. So, yep.
0: would I've, you ever debate on going full time taxidermy and quitting a day job?
1: No, I, I I
0: or do you like, love like the day job too much?
1: You know, it's kind of I kind of hit surreal, but I have both jobs that i've always wanted you know so working with swift mud is amazing the opportunity i have the benefits i have the people i've met and then taxidermy on the side to make my play money you know? yeah so and and meet the people i've met through both of them is, is pretty uh pretty cool
0: i've I've swore my whole life, the time I turned 30 years old, that I would quit my day job and just go to working for myself. Well, guess what? Next month, I turn 30. I can't... I actually enjoy what I'm doing at work. What I, what, My day-to-day job, I actually physically enjoy. I live right. for that. Yeah. I can't give that job up. As much as I would love to give that job up, I can't give that job up. Mm-mm. So... I've made the hay business into a side job where I can make side money. This year's the first year it's paid for itself. Right. It, it, it actually cool. paid my leases this year in Georgia. Um, and it's actually probably going to pay our equipment bills this year. Nice. It's going to pay the tractors and equipment bills this year. This is the first year that it's ever started paying for itself. But I, I, I can't give up my day job. I love who I work for. Mm -hmm. I love my crew. I love my superintendent. I love my owner. I love everything that I do. I have a great time doing what I do. Jonah worked for him for a while, and it was a very good experience, and it still is a good experience for me. I can't give up. I made a vow whenever I was younger. By the time I was 30, I was going to do my own thing. I was going to be on my own. I was going to do my own business, my own everything.
1: Well, sometimes it don't work out that way. It doesn't work out that way.
0: Right. I could, I don't want to. Yeah. I like where I'm at. Right. I enjoy where I'm at. Well, that's and like
1: that's. I can say the same thing. Like, you know, today this morning, I was I was on a 250 acre burn. I was on, you know, in a 650 k dozer, putting in lines, and and then set the woods on fire for a living. You were happy. You were yeah, happy for a living. Yeah, so making money. It. Yeah.
0: And that's that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we just love what we do. Yeah. And when you find that, you gotta stick with it. Even if you got a side uh-huh. gig, right. that's that's bear money, lease money, car payment, house payment, whatever it is. Don't live off that payment. S- stay with your regular job because you love to do what you do. And mm-hmm. that was I mean you wake up every morning and say, Man, what well, am I gonna sit on fire this morning? Right. And that's that's where I'm at. What am I gonna do this morning? Because you don't never know. Well, and
1: that's like Jonah. He's uh, I think he's found this place now. He's just uh, hopefully he's is, found it. You can yeah. you can see he really likes what he's doing right now. So
0: I can tell you now, it ain't it ain't drowning trucks. <laughs> Putting trucks in waters it ain't. Hey, yeah, we did do that. But before look get, at me, I'm not gonna be home this weekend. I'm gonna be in St. Augustine this weekend. Keep the water out of the truck. Not in the truck, out of the truck.
2: So before we get into that, because we just need to hit on that, because a lot of people ask about dog hunting, how it's going, and everything like that, so we we got a couple little bit of stuff to talk about, Bad. we haven't had a podcast since a lot of stuff went, but going to that career thing a little bit, like me, what I'm doing now is what I love to do, so if I feel like if you're in a like a dead-end job, you hate what you do. You absolutely hate it. You look for the weekends to get away from that job. So you got to have more money to go play is what I feel like. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a job that you like, that you enjoy, you don't have to get away as much. So right. you don't have to go and make, like, what do you go to work for? You go to work to pay your bills, save a little bit. And have fun. That's it. That's yeah, that's what that's you live. That's all it is. So if you can have a little bit of fun while you're working, enjoying what you do, you don't have to have as much to get away as much. Right. So, and that's kind of, I kind of made this leap to do what I'm doing now. Like, you mean, I'm getting paid to go duck hunting on a freaking Wednesday right exactly. now. So, you mean, yeah.
1: I don't have to go like. You get. The, you've seen the sunrise all week. Absolutely, you know? and so.
2: I don't, like, when I work for, say, an electrical company or whatever, I didn't love what I did. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I didn't love what I did. So, every chance that I got, I'm like, I'm going to Georgia. I want to be in the woods. I want to see the sunrise. I want to be out in the woods. Now, I'm like... I'm You're excited okay. to go to work. I'm excited to go to work. I can go, hey, like, I mean, I, can, I ain't got to go to Georgia this weekend. I've been hunting all week. I can go home and not do nothing, not spend no money, just sit at the house. So... I think that's you. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with the whole situation. But anyway.
0: I love it. I've, I'll i say it now. I love my job. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will. I've been there for going on seven years now. And I. where we have come as a company in whole from when I started to now is tenfold. Yep. And I can only say it's upper management, but I can tell you now i will stay where i am now i i swore on my life that by the time i turned 30 i would be retired out of a day-to-day job and i would be doing my own thing with all the equipment that we've bought my my ultimate goal was to buy all this equipment around here and become a you know day-to-day job and i i'm happy where i'm at i've got good owners, good superintendent. I've got good everything, good crew, good everything. I would, you would almost have to prime me out of my job now. I, I enjoy, when you get up in the morning and enjoy going to work, that's when you know you're in the right profession. Absolutely. And, and, then, and there's and probably and what. Jonah loves going to what he does. He is getting up in the morning going to what he does. You get up, you go, you enjoy what you're doing yep. every morning when you enjoy what you're doing you're not looking for an out right yeah and that's that's my biggest thing
2: what's the statistics are like 75 80 percent of people that's not Mm -hmm. doing what they love to do in the world Mm -hmm. so there's too many jobs out there not find one you like absolutely now these days yeah i mean i guess what's the 20 i guess there's half of that what 20 percent of the people are doing what they want and what's the other 10 percent they're sitting on the couch getting paid by the people that don't
0: that's true yeah i'm tired of paying for patricia to go do what she wants
2: but so let's hit on this real quick before we try to close this thing out so we got a lot of people that listen and you mean one of our actually biggest episodes and whenever i started this i would have never thought this that one of our biggest episodes is when we talked about running deer with dogs I just didn't think that was like people don't really care about that, but wasn't really so many people that huh. love to like they not necessarily they want to go do it, but they just wanna know how it's done so mm-hmm. they can respect it, I feel like. Yeah. And that's what it was. Like, you I mean we've got people that go, Hey, I understand. We've got a lot of people that went and like wanted to go ride with us and I, I think I had a handful more, just we couldn't get dates lined up for them to go. But so we haven't had a podcast since the day I shot the deer. Um, Jesse wasn't down there. He was... Where was you that time? I was taking Jordan home in North Carolina. Yeah, and you were in Georgia, too, that weekend. So, um, that was just me and my dad down there. I shot a pretty decent six-point. I posted it on our um, Instagram page, so a lot of people have seen that. So, I, I don't like to kind of toot my own horn, I guess, but for, say... I shot that deer at 150 yards, running through some room sage. So I <laughs> say, shot him one time. I didn't have to shoot him 23 like me and Jesse. Pretty did. impressive. So I, hey,
0: you kill him how you you kill him how you kill him. Well, on the table here, I shot him in the first fucking time, but I poured a little extra to him.
2: Yeah, there wasn't no pouring next to him because he fell in the grass and stuff, and I
0: couldn't see him no more. Yeah, so. well, my fell like 30 yards from me, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, he's still flinching. Boosh! <laughs> nope, he's still flinching. Boosh! All right, maybe I'm done. So,
2: but... So that was two weekends ago. This past weekend, it was a... We cl- got our
0: ass handed to us. It
2: was a cluster. So, um...
0: Saturday... What
2: was it? Did I hunt Friday or not? No, I did not No,
0: hunt. we hunted Saturday. Cluster fuck Saturday.
2: Yeah, so... Um the way my dad's schedule works he he's a firefighter so he gets off at seven in the morning he'll come home get his truck and he'll come down there but if jesse's down there with me we'll go ahead and get started that morning at daylight that's the best time to hunt so that's what we did and this time of year deer are walking all over the place bucks are starting to rut in this area they're just traveling and stuff and that's what you get you you turn out on a track and that deer might have walked three blocks over before you jump him Mm. Well, that's what exactly what happened we and Jesse he's only, what you've been down there driving for three years. this would be a third year driving you've rode two with years,
0: me. two years
2: driving, yeah, two years driving, you've rode with me for probably five or six years at yeah. this point, so I mean he knows our core area. he don't know like he hasn't branched out too much, and you mean, I've been hunting down there since I was a young kid, so I know a lot more territory than he does and so that was that's the problem this time of year deer get out of our core area looking for does and so the dogs get out of there and then you go and jump that deer and he goes somewhere else and that was what happened we were well off of our core area and jesse i mean i'm he don't i mean he can watch a garment he can keep up with them fine you mean but um there's a lot more I kept up with them there's a lot more water I
0: followed them a little too far yeah
2: there's a lot more water over in that area for sure so and you've seen the picture of my hunting truck it's got uh, the BKT V-treads on it so needless to say when you get a truck stuck with V-treads on it it it's pretty stuck. (laughs) it's stuck it's stuck Um, so I was going down the road I didn't know what side of the mud hole to go to apparently I picked the wrong side because I went through the other side after and it was fine but went through it sunk my truck oh. there was um water about halfway up the door on the passenger side it was leaning the aside so but i couldn't get off the truck without getting soaking wet so jesse had to catch the dogs he came come over there pulled my winch out for me so I, I could winch myself out well needless to say the truck died when it was in the water wow got the truck out i'm to try to crank it starter shot because <sighs> starters on the passenger side yeah, blah blah yeah, blah yeah. underwater whatever stayed underwater so got the truck out by this time my dad's down there took the starter off poured mud out of the starter and kind of realized that this starter's just not going to work so my dad took the starter um auto's on great company lifetime warranties yeah mm. I use the hell out they've of been it they've been fucked <laughs> I think I've had this truck for like three years I've this would be like the fifth or sixth starter I put on that truck so auto's been fucked yeah <laughs>
0: They don't know it, but
2: these normal people—they don't ever use lifetime warranty. We we we, yeah. we, use, we use them. Yeah. We use it. So, my dad drives up to on This took him like an hour, two hours, pretty much to go get a starter and come all the way back. Got the starter on it, put it all back on. Went turn truck over, locked up.
0: Locked the fuck uh, up! Wow. <laughs>
2: like oh great, hydro locked. Yep, hydro. So <laughs> started pulling spark plugs out. Yep. Pulled the. Back to on the passenger side out, sort of pouring water Drunk out of water. it. Pouring
0: water out of it. Turned
2: over. it over, blew yep. all the water out of it, put the spark plugs back in it, fired right up, been running great. So, yep. okay, my truck's fine, it's running good. Let's go on. Well, the next race, get over there. Jesse, <laughs> he, I don't know what happened. I was
0: good that day. That no. day I was good.
2: No, 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 no. That was the afternoon that you were coming down the road and you flooded, you drowned your truck out. So then your truck wasn't running good, so then you come over there, we pulled the dipstick out, and you had water and oil.
0: That was Sunday. No, you rode with me on Sunday. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, it was was Saturday, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so he had water and oil, so then we had to come on home because his truck was about shot.
0: Yeah, I had, like, I don't know, six inches of water in my oil pan.
2: So... Brought his truck home, and then so he didn't have a truck to drive, so he rode with me on Sunday, and it was another cluster. We went over in the same area that we were, it's really wet. Needless to say, there was like multiple times I had water on my
1: windshield. Wow.
2: It rolled up. When the windshield
0: goes up the windshield and (laughs) over the cab and pours off on the toolbox, you, you... You found it. You might... We call it a submarine. Yeah. It's half submarine, half truck, because the car wash is plenty car washing.
2: That's what that's what the mud hole it is. It's called the car wash. It ain't a mud way.
0: hole. It's got solid rock in the bottom of it. It ain't a mud hole. It is deep. And which, it is deep. And we went through it twice. Which, no, we went through it three times. I went through it once. When I went through it that one time, that's when I drowned my truck. That's when my truck got more oil. It, I guess it decided it needed more water in the oil than it needed in the fucking jackets because...
2: So... Um, Needless to say, that, that hole that we're talking about, mm-hmm. first time I come around there on Sunday, he had wood ducks. I had like six wood wow. ducks on. So, that, yeah, that tells you what kind of mud hole we're talking about here.
0: Yeah, it's not a mud hole. It's a mud pond. I'll yeah. find that hole this weekend yeah. then.
2: I'll tell you where it's at. Yeah, You can go kill them wood <laughs> ducks. So, but that was our Sunday. Um, it was a cluster, you mean. And so that's where we're at. We got this last weekend. Jesse decided that he was going to plant a St. August tri- St. Augustine trip on the last weekend of Running Dogs. Oh, man.
0: I fucked up. Good job. I fucked up. I didn't think it was this late in the year. I fucked up. He didn't
2: look at his calendar. It always goes to the second weekend, but this year, the first fell on a Sunday, so it pushed it back instead of closing like on the 10th. Now it's going to close on the 15th. I got
0: some family coming to Texas coming to here. They're already here. I've got a text saying when do you want to leave in the morning? And I'm like, they were wanting to come the first weekend of January. I'm like, oh, hell no. I got dog hunt season. I got everything that's going on. I'm not missing that fucking last week in a dog hunt season. Well, I didn't realize that it was the 14th of January was the end of dog hunting season. So I'm like, look, we'll make this weekend work, but do not plan anything. From this weekend forward, do not plan shit because I'm going to be dog hunting. Don't Don't bother me. Well, guess what? This weekend's the last weekend of dog hunting season. Yep. Yep.
2: So, did I tell you that um, our other hunting partner, there hasn't been there all year. Is the he silver, coming? The Silver Fox will be down there on Saturday.
0: Ah, bullshit.
2: <laughs> our buddy Shane, he hasn't been there all year, and he hunted with us pretty good bit last year, and he called me the other day and said, you hunting last weekend? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to put my dog box in my truck, and I'll be down there. So
0: The only thing he can do is steal a grade. Yeah, it's he, he ain't going far. Yeah. That's a wet motherfucker down there. Yeah. It
2: is oh, wet. Yeah. And we're fixing to get rain tonight, so who knows? It might be, the whole thing just might be just solid yeah, water down there. Yeah. But anyway, let's um, kind of talk on that. I know we wanted to hit that before. but So, you got anything that you want to kind of add to this? I mean, far as any
1: of your stuff, your taxidermy stuff? Mm. I know. No, I think we covered it all on uh, just one. Thank you for letting me be here and I thank you for uh promoting me mm-hmm. and I thank all my customers and all the new people I've met it's pretty pretty neat to meet everybody and the the Florida deer that's been killed this year is amazing yeah so
2: whenever you start I don't know where you're at in your lineup, but whenever you like i said I, I know it's pretty much like your a doctor's confidential information when it comes to some of these deer but I would like to come over here when you're working on some of these bigger deer and get some good content yeah, I can. for you. Yeah, okay. And we'll, um, you, so you can have it for yourself <clears throat> and stuff like that. So, right. I'd like to come over there. Yeah, I
1: appreciate that. Yeah, we, I mean, I've already, uh, it, all of them has been, they're all nice deer. Like, you you look at the rack and you're like, man, they all kind of blend together. They're so nice, but.
2: Like what I said when I come over here, I started looking up and I was like, dang, there's probably over seventy-five percent of these that are hit registry.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a good amount. I mean, that's yeah. uh, so people letting them walk is definitely helping. I mean, like I said, the big ones have been over you know four years old. So
0: mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, bring that one out of that shop to him. Let him redo it. Let him redo yeah. it. If you don't mind, I'd no, love to have mind. you redo it. I just gotta have a donor cape for him. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. like to see somebody scoring.
3: And no, that, I can do it for you.
2: And that deer right there, you could honestly probably get one of them South Georgia
3: yeah. capes. He's yeah. that
0: big of a deer. He's in yeah. the bases. Wow. And he's like that. Thanks. He's a 10-point, I would say, 125 to 130, if not better. I I would give him a little bit more. I'd give him the 130s. I would give him that. one thirty-one yeah. forty. Hmm. bigger I mean, than anything i've ever killed and i've had some 130s in the house he's bigger than that couldn't yeah. even a back pasture back here nice you're sitting you're you're right here where he's been killed right Yep. so
1: but
2: yeah i'd like to get up with you when you do some of them yeah we'll, we'll do it yeah, yeah and
1: i i know i haven't been i don't post a whole lot anymore i kind of just wanted to take a break i used to post a whole bunch but i'll, I'll get back to it and especially when we Start pumping these deer out this year. I'll, I'll put some pictures out there for everybody to see. So yeah, and I, I'm sure the you know the people that killed them too. I'd always give them the pictures so if they want to post them and you know, but yeah, that well, way you can put the mount to the deer that was dead. It's kind of kind of yeah, neat. To see for sure. So.
2: so, um, well, I know we um, the initial plan was to get Mark from Lower Florida on here with you, but he I know. Man, he's, he's
1: Yeah, I talked to him the other day. We were on a burn together, and I mentioned it. And he's just, you know, with the with the house thing and the baby and, you know, his timing, it just – it was hard for him to break away. So yeah. and I understand that.
0: Well, I oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah,
2: so I told Mark, I said, well, I'm not trying to undercut you here by getting DC on to do this giveaway. we just got to do the yeah. giveaway. So a lot of people have been waiting on that. So yeah. well, um, we'll circle back around, and we'll get Mark on here. Yeah, we'll he's be back. For sure. Yep. So, um, like yeah. I said, there's – There's a bunch of people that we've had on the podcast, and we've already. I mean, we're talking about like with you're you're the you're the first one that's been a repeat, but we got a couple more guys that we're going to probably bring back on. So you, I mean, you're going to have them. So
1: yeah, yeah. Like I said, I thank y'all for bringing me back, and I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, all this promotion has done its job, and and Mm -hmm. you know, I can say it again, but. I think everybody's gained some follower or friend from this from this podcast. So yeah,
0: oh yeah.
2: When you're talking a couple hundred into the thousands and stuff, listeners and stuff like that, you mean you don't know who's listening. Like, yeah. you mean, do you really know a thousand people? Honestly, no. that's the thing. Like, yeah, you right. don't know half the people. You don't know a quarter. Of the, I mean, you might know an eighth of the people that are listening, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of, and I mean like we said on the last one and we'll say it again with this with the quality of deer coming from the state of florida you can pretty much appoint to the the regulations one of them but social media it's a double-edged sword because you mean we wouldn't have this right now if it was i mean we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if it wasn't for a social media platform exactly because the way we got in contact with you was through mark which is right. lower florida yep. is a social media based company that's all it is so i mean I love it and I hate it, and so, I mean, I wouldn't have wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now making money if it wasn't for social media. So, but anyway, well, um, anything you want to add to all this? I'm about wrapped up for tonight. Yep, I know you are. What about you over there? You pretty good?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty good. And uh, if if y'all see me out there in my yellow 525 cat out there in Green Swamp, east and west. Y'all uh, give me a wave. Send me a picture of it.
0: We'll give you a honk. So,
2: yep. So, all right. Well, I, this was a another good one. You mean, like I said, if the winners, we ain't going to put South this South
0: Florida Outdoors, congratulations. Yep. That's, That's your mount, and WRZB, or WRZ, that is your knife. Yep. So, congratulations, get, guys.
1: Get a yep. hold of me, and uh, we'll uh, talk about it. So, yep. Congrats. Which we
2: already got um the knife the winner for the knife we already got your address so just go ahead and just shoot us another message and we got your address and we'll yeah
3: we're gonna let it run a few
0: days i won't say nothing until the weekend
2: yeah i will send that over to um primo knife and he will um he can get that sent out to you because he's still got the knife we don't actually have the knife in our possession so we will get the knife sent over to him and then we'll just we'll let you we'll direct everybody to you for the amount sounds good correct um Alrighty. Well, all righty. Well, we'll close this one out. We'll be back. Um, try to come back next week. I yep. know, know we've been busy. I've been out of town. You've been busy. After this good.
0: weekend, I'll be home from here on out.
2: Yep, we're wrapping up deer, deer season and stuff. So I will have a couple of days in a free. So, yep. we'll I'll be back on here next week. So, all righty. Appreciate everybody listening. All right, guys. See
3: you.